Hello everyone, welcome to the Make It Known with Mal community. You're listening to Make It Known with Mal. I'm super happy that you're joining us. I'm Mallory, a graduate student, Jesus-loving, liberty-loving, world-traveling girly girl with a passion for people. I believe everyone has a unique and interesting story that has a message to help someone else. So have a conversation with me and make yours known. This episode is brought to you by The Pink Rose. The Pink Rose is an online jewelry store. It's run by me, Mal. I make everyday jewelry that dresses up any outfit. This everyday jewelry is for my fellow girl bosses out there. You can wear it to the office, to date night, or even a girl's night. I put a lot of time and effort into making these beautiful pieces that just add to your beauty. But I do want my store to be more than just a brand. I also want it to make a difference. Therefore, a percentage of every purchase goes to various nonprofits that are helping women. During this time, I am donating to Shining Light Homes. They're working during this crisis to provide single moms with things like food, diapers, and wipes. So you know that your purchase is not just going into my pocket, but it's also making a difference. During this month also, I'm offering free shipping. Yes, you heard that right, free shipping. You have to use the code WEGOTTHIS when you are checking out. So head on over to shopthepingrose.com and follow on Instagram at shopthepingrose to make your purchase. And don't forget, you deserve a rose. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Make It Known with Mal. Um, I'm your host, Mal, and today is a very great episode. I'm super excited. Um, I'm going to be talking with someone who um, works for this amazing nonprofit. We'll get into it, um, and I think you'll really enjoy it. So without further ado, I am introducing Mrs. J. Okay, can you tell us who you are? Uh, first of all, Mallory, thank you for inviting me. And this is my first interview I've ever done. <laughs> but I'm really excited um, for two reasons. One, um, for you thinking of me as a person who can make a difference. And number two um, is to share this great um, nonprofit thing we are doing uh, with so many people. Um, so my name is Jay Prabhu. And uh, mm, the prophet that I work for is Proverbs 226. Um, this was founded by my husband, Mr. Siddhal Prabhu. And um, he grew fatherless. So um, a simple word is like he wanted to do something for children who are fatherless. And that is the seed of this whole nonprofit. I'll go into details as you ask me the questions. Okay. Great. And uh, my title is I'm the director of operations. Um, uh, Proverbs 226. Okay, great. Um, so Proverbs 226, for those who don't know, that verse um, is, I actually was going to have it pulled up. Um, I should know this. I grew up in church. Um, one second for everyone listening. Um, that verse is... Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he's old, he will not depart from it. That's what perfect. the word means. Yes, perfect. Okay. <laughs> and that's, um, so it comes from the Bible, um, for those that are listening that don't know. And um, it is a Christian-based uh, organization, or it's based off of a Christian scripture. So they try to, um, I guess, incorporate. Yes, Christian exactly. Things. Because uh, 
the reason we are focusing um yeah first i have to say this focus is mainly on the children of uh, inmates uh sometimes it's both the parents are in the prison or sometimes it's just one of the parents are in the prison but this is basically uh based to help the children of inmates who suffer without doing anything wrong because of the actions of their parents or even grandparents you know um and we want um, to help these children who are no fault of theirs are uh, Uh, you know deprived of uh, opportunities and um, you know a lot of things in life so that is the whole theme of this uh, to lift up the child like literally train the child and because they do not have somebody at home to literally do the training part which is supposed to be done by the parents and due to lack of fathers mostly 90% is lack of fathers make a huge impact in the house you know because they do not have somebody to guide them between right and wrong um so uh, we are not doing the job of the father but we are at least trying to um you know show them a path that they need not be stuck in that deep uh, poverty but there is still hope there is a way for them to get out of that and we are trying to show them a path which they can take and which will not end them in prison perfect that was great that was a perfect explanation um so i guess so uh proverbs 226 is split up i into two parts so let's talk about first the part um where the children get to see their um fathers or their mothers can you just talk explain a little bit about that yes so basically um proverbs first when we began the program uh, i have to give, start from there so that you understand the whole story so basically we are from india so for us um our most emphasis is on education so we think education gives you a platform to raise up your standard in life you know it gives you a lot of opportunities um to get a better life so first we thought if we give them scholarship to go to because um, the my husband uh, works on a data um, analysis area so he did lot of analysis and uh, the outcome was 95% of these children uh, drop out of high school they don't even enter college so he thought if we can encourage these kids not to drop out of high school and go into college by providing them scholarship because money is a big thing going to college since mm-hmm. colleges are pretty expensive yeah. so we thought if we give them um, support like scho- offering scholarship which will enable them to step into college and you know step into another part of life but then as we started the program we realized that these families are struggling more than because they you know you know like food and clothing even those basic necessities were itself a day to day struggle for them so so slowly what we thought was this lot of anger among the children you know they don't do well in school because they hate their fathers they i mean they love their fathers but they they hate the situation that they have mm-hmm. put through 
this kind of a situation due to the fathers or mothers in prison. And they probably can't process it either. They're exactly young kids don't really understand everything yes so they have so much of anger against which is stopping them to even try because there's no they're not even having a hope to think otherwise you know mm-hmm. so once we realized that we thought okay let's start taking them to their dads and we have three programs which happens in the prison uh one is called forgive me dear which is done in the early part of the year and the middle of the year when the school is about to start we do back to school and during the christmas time we do celebrate so the forgive me there we started because we thought these children need reconciliation they need to uh, the fathers need to ask for forgiveness and the children needs to learn to forgive their dad and move on and the moving part is for both of them you know because most of the time when we talk to the inmates a lot of inmates don't forgive themselves mm. so we are trying to uh, you know help those men also forgive themselves and you know um move on and the same thing for the children so what we have our organization is 6 years old and we have seen tremendous changes in the hearts of the fathers and the children where it has opened up doors like like anything you know and not only these uh, inmates and children even the people who volunteer they themselves so many of them have come and told us what a change it has brought to their heart so it's it's like a, a you know like a full puzzle piece you know like everybody gets reconciled and uh, the whole day is it's it's not a very depressing day it's a lot of emotional in fact but uh, we we start the day with games so that because often times we have come across situations where the children don't even know their father we have introduced the children to the father saying this oh, wow. is your dad they oh. would not have seen their dad since birth so we have uh, come across situations where the children were not even aware that their dad was in prison because Uh, sometimes the mom does not want the child to know that their dad is in prison so there we have uh, made a special request to the mom you know talking to the mom saying why it is important for the child to come and meet the dad and if they agree then we take them when they introduce and these children i have they won't even speak they they are so angry they won't even sit next to the inmate Mm. but then when they see the other children interacting with their dad slowly they mellow down this is a very common scene which we have seen and then by after lunch they slowly start opening up and then they cry and cry and cry um you know and then they mend their hearts and uh, you know it's a beautiful thing there are certain things which i can only express in words but the the experience you have to see for yourself and experience it which i cannot explain in words yeah. you know but it's it is so beautiful at the end of the day the we have so many of the inmates and so many of the children come and cry to us thanking us that they never thought they will get to see their child in their entire life and uh, you know and that moves the inmates heart so much and uh, uh the outcome of that is see this program is only for the children you know god focuses on the children because there is lot of uh, programs for the inmates like you know uh, biblically and all those things but there's no program for children so we are the only program that focuses on the family and the children rather than the inmates 
so when that happens the fathers it gives them hope that to live at least to do good things at least to be because a prison is a world on its own you yeah. know there's so many things going on even if you want to be a good person in the prison it is it is a very tough thing to do you know there are gangs there that's what it's a world by its own and it has its own um you know uh, difficulties to survive there also so for the first thing to be part of proverbs 2 to 6 for the inmates is they have to stay out of any disciplinary action for at least a year otherwise they cannot take part in the program oh that's if, good yes, that's good yes because as a father from inside the prison there's not much they can do for the for the children so the one thing we ask them is to take responsibilities not to get into any disciplinary action so that uh, being said that helps them and once they become part of the program they also try their best not to get into any pro- problem within their uh, within the prison so they try to do that also um and when it comes to the children um now um once we started doing that taking them into the prison and these children every time by the end of the day they come the first question they ask us when can i come again like this to have this much fun with my dad uh-huh. because they play in the morning and yeah. then we make them eat lunch in the afternoon as a picnic lunch with the families um and the thing is most of the time uh, we have volunteers monitoring but we ask them to stay as Uh, a little bit back so that the the dad and the child has private times because they don't get that the difference people might ask what they do get visitations what is the difference between visitation and this right visitation they just get cup even though they they get to go and see their dads they there's a lot of persons who do not let physical um thing they cannot touch each other easily whereas in our program the fathers can hug them they can kiss them they can you know show their love however they want so that is allowed and it didn't come easy my husband fought for it because when we started the program um the prison said no way possible we cannot let them touch each other but my husband said um mrs sirl said like unless you give them that physical love it's not going to happen so the first event when we did in kershaw when the officers saw what was happening they could not believe their own eyes Uh-huh. that was the change it brought because one uh, just the day after that program the officers um the head of the officers the warden called my husband and said we never thought the officers cried uh-huh. in the program that's how much it moved everybody and they said they kept talking for days about the program i'm talking about this first program when it happened the first prison because they nobody expected such a big turn up of events you know the heart change of heart in the inmates and the children that they knew that this program is going to work so it it brought a lot of changes even in the inmates in a positive way they start getting into fights they they were not so angry like before because they knew they have to be a good parent for the child so it it made lot of which we didn't expect in the beginning because this program is based for the children so we that one was like a bonus for us yeah the change of heart in the inmate and their uh, actions being going positive and this review was given from the wardens from the prison the change they were so impressed by the change in the inmates 
which helped the wardens and the officers too. Oh yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, and there was an instance where uh, there was a big um, riot happening in one of the prisons and uh, one of the proverbs dad pro took a knife stab for the warden. He protected the warden, which is, oh, uh, which wow. is very rare. That doesn't happen. Oh but my goodness. But that was done by one of the proverbs father who protected that warden. Wow, that's... So, yeah, wow. yes. you know like changes which we are not even um expecting as happened i can go on like this there's so many things like this but i'm telling you one example so yeah. the impact on the inmate and the children is huge and i mean that is so oh that's so good i the fact that the um inmates are changing and like it's changing their hearts and giving them responsibility cuz that could also help with recidivism recidivism yes yeah yes. I, i can't say that word but you know what i'm trying to say yes. i can help with that because also i'm just thinking like long term so they go through this program they finally see their kids and then they could, they get out and then they already have a relationship with their kids because they've been exactly. through this program and they're going to want to stay accountable oh i love it that's so good yes so see if, uh, without this program yes there, there are see visitation is there but not all children come for visitation and uh, uh when this is the one common thing which we used to hear before is like the fathers when they come when they are released from the prison they are still a stranger to their kids because they did not have that relationship now because proverbs takes them every year like three times in a year um now that relationship is continued so they are not a stranger anymore to the children and they look forward to be with the family it gives them hope to go back to their family Yeah. Oh, I love it. That's so good. And that's and honestly like that is one of the most important parts about um this nonprofit is the family aspect because like you said earlier families um when kids grow up without a father like it affects so many different aspects of their life. It affects um a girl's life in a certain way and it affects a boy's life in a certain way and um the fact that they can come back and that they're able to have um they can come back and they have that relationship with their father is i mean that's just so great yes that's so, great. so that's why um you know the celebrate event which we celebrate uh, do, during the christmas time is specifically for daughters uh, because uh, when we started the program the first shocking thing what we saw was there were about uh, 80% of um, girls with, below the age of 15 were pregnant oh wow and then uh, most of the boys were already in juvenile we did not even get one child to to provide scholarship the first year because most of the kids were either in jail or most of the girls were pregnant oh wow so that's why we started celebrate so that the dads get a that program is mainly for the dads to dance with the daughter oh. and tell them how beautiful they are and how much they love their daughters so that the daughters know that they don't need to seek attention from another male person to be uh, felt the special about you know that their yeah. dad loves them and i think that gives them a lot of confidence to handle themselves in the outer world uh that just just thinking mm. about that just makes my heart so happy that's so good man um so you answered kind of a lot of questions <laughs> i was going to ask you very clear like this 
this has been great. Um, I guess the next thing I would say is just talk a little bit about um, the scholarship aspect. So explain that a little bit. Okay, so the scholarship, we are going to change a little bit, but so far uh, what we do is we, any um, Proverbs dad um, who has enrolled in Proverbs, their children are, uh, no matter what their age is, they are entitled for scholarship provided from by Proverbs 2 to 6. And, and um, how the scholarship works is um, we encourage them to go to, um, their own state schools, um, which because uh, schools are in general so expensive. So we try to provide them some financial help by providing scholarship. And the one thing what we expect them to do is to have a GPA for 3.2 or above so that their part is to make sure they study well. You know, they keep their grades up, they do good in school. Um, that's their, their responsibility as a student. So that when they have done their part and we can help them by providing the scholarship for the whole four years, um, depending on their GPA, we provide them scholarship. Um, sometimes we do, depending on, because every child's uh, scenario is different. There are some students who don't have any family to support them at all. I have at least about 10 students like that. So in that case, we also try to help them beyond the scholarship by providing for their books or, uh, you know, help them with some accommodation, those kind of things also we do, but that's on special cases only. Okay. But our main goal is to encourage them to go to college. So we, every time when we go into the prison, we always make announcements saying that anybody who is in junior high um, to uh, come and register for scholarship for Proverbs 2 to 6. And uh, uh, one uh, happy thing I'm about to say is the law, at least 80% of our students have told us that if not for Proverbs, they would not even think about going to college. Oh, yay. So, yes, because they said that's a big help for us because without that financial help, we, 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 we cannot do it at all. So that's, uh, that's a good news. So uh, we have helped them to step into college to get into because, and we have come across so many kids who are the first generation to go to college also. Nobody in their family other than they are the first kid to go enter college. So we have seen that scenarios also. Wow. Well, that's, I mean, the scholarship aspect is really good. And um, so for those listening, I interned there two summers ago and I worked on the scholarship and a lot of, I, um, so they have to write essays and explaining why they want it or why they deserve the scholarship and everything. And a lot of the stories are very, they're very moving. And a lot of the kids you could tell are actually like very motivated as well. And there's a lot of people out there um, including these kids. And I'm sure there's others that want to learn that want to do things and they just need help because you can only play with the cards you're dealt and so many and some people are not dealt the best cards, so they just need some help and that's I mean that's really great that I mean the kids even think about um going to college because of this program yeah that's great and the most unfortunate thing is 
colleges, uh, because I have spoken to a lot of colleges to ask for more help for these kind of uh, students. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, colleges answer as an organization. They don't take it personally and mm -hmm. the colleges do not help them in any way. I mean, there's a lot of grants available, uh, but it's, it doesn't benefit everybody because not everybody is able to get um, what they are asking for. Right. Um, so that is so sad that some of the students can't even think of colleges because they don't fit that criteria. You know, they don't have something um, which will help any kind of student who's willing to study. That is that is a sad thing, which, uh, you know, I used to deal uh, with when I speak to the college financial aids or all those people. And they won't even budge to bring down a single dollar. Oh, wow. But there are some colleges who are willing to go above. Um, some colleges work with us by bringing down, but it's very minimal. So not too many colleges who are ready to do ready to do that for students like this. Wow. That is the you know very uh, sad truth. And I like what you said um, about take it personal because I mean, I've seen it firsthand and even with other nonprofits I work with, that's why I'm so big on like community helping people is people taking it like every body has a different story. So doing something for one person might not work. You might have to find another way to help someone else. And I love um, seeing people actually like, okay, this is an individual. This is what this specific person needs. Let's see how we can help this specific person to move on to the next step or whatever it is that the task is. And I just, and I've seen that with uh, Proverbs, just how um, you've taken individual people and they're like okay this is what they need for this moment let's go ahead and help them with that because that's really what makes a difference because like you said like there's grants and scholarships but you know there might be something specific like oh we need this person to have had you know three years of Spanish but the kid only had two years but they still want to learn or there's just so many other factors and sometimes um it's not a one-size-fits-all situation mm -hmm. Yes, because see, even though the, the, the commonality among all these children is all their dads are uh, dads or moms are in prison and then they all come, um, you should go see their houses where they uh, live. We can't even survive for an hour in those houses. Mm. Okay, so they come from very, very miserable state of living and um, I cannot um, do a common, um, I mean, we cannot, the organization cannot, I mean, there is a common thing which we do like providing scholarship, but I want to, um, uh, me as a scholarship, uh, you know, leader, I um, i have told Mr. Cyril so many times after talking to so many students that everybody's need a little bit different than each other. So I want to, Proverbs to be part of each child in, in every possible way we can uh, to uplift that child's life. So um, that's why I deal with every student individually and I try to, but unfortunately not all students also respond the same way because they also sometimes see us only as an organization. So they mm -hmm. don't try to communicate with us the way I would love all the students. I, for me, me and my Mr. Cyril, uh, we see them as they are our children. You know, we don't see them as somebody's children, you know. 
So um, that's why we take so much of love and care and we want to see these children succeed, each one of them. Not just saying Proverbs kids. I, I want to name each child and say, and whichever uh, student I've dealt with, I know them personally, initially. But now I cannot, like as a pro organization, we cannot also force ourselves onto a student if they are not making, um, I don't blame them because throughout their life, they have been only made fake prom promises which were never kept. Mm. So it is very hard for them also to suddenly trust an organization because which has never happened to them before. Everybody has given them promises, but they were never fulfilled. So they have always grown up with disappointments. So it takes a lot of courage and uh, trust for them to believe that we really do what we are saying. And uh, there are about 10 students whom I know really personally well and who also trust us and who come to us when they need help and we have helped them. Um, so there is some portion which the student need to do. So if they are willing to stretch their hand, to hold our hand, we are willing to stretch our hand more. Yeah. So we yeah. do that. And you have seen me do that, you know. I have, I have. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's what, even though it's an organization, we personally try to be involved with the families and the children so that they know us and they know that they can trust us through our actions, not through our words. They can see for themselves what we do and they can trust and, you know, take our hand to lead them to a better life. I like that through your actions, not just your words. That's yes. yeah. I like that. And honestly, like for those of you listening, like that's the truth. Like I have seen the difference. I have seen like, um, how beneficial, uh, Proverbs is in various kids' lives. Like I've, I've seen it. It's a, a real thing. Um, yeah, then, one, I, let me tell you one success story. So yes. our first uh, batch of um, students who graduated was for last year. And uh, one of our students' name is Lonnie Gasky. And oh um, he has been with our program the full fledge of four years. And uh, he completed, uh, he, uh, he did bachelor's in computer science. And now he works in Bank of America. Wow. He graduated, he got a job immediately. Uh, because he was a Proverbs kid and he was a, a thing and now he's a successfully career person. So I'm so proud to say that. And it made my heart so happy to see the successful kid. And we have all also the all the four who graduated, everybody's in their successful field. Yes. And that's so good. And that is the purpose of nonprofit. That's the purpose of helping and working with your community. That's the purpose of Proverbs 226 to have success stories, to see stuff done. And honestly, this is what makes people want to um, help. This is what makes people want to give. Like, is honestly hearing this is getting me all pumped. And I'm like, okay, let me figure out like, while I'm here, you know, still in show, like what else I can do maybe to help out somehow. Cause like that, the whole purpose is to make some changes and like I think that especially now and especially once this time is over a lot of us have to reevaluate different things that we're a part of and like reevaluate ourselves in a sense of like we're saying we're going to do something now let's see if there are results and if there's not results let's do something else let's or maybe you need more time maybe you need to reevaluate um your mission or or whatever but yeah that's that's great to hear something like to go through the entire program and then to come out with a very successful job. 
that's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, so I guess the next one, I mean, you kind of already said it and I kind of just said it, but if you were thinking of adding something else, the very last um, question I do want to ask is, um, I guess, or sorry, two more questions. I guess is like, I why? Can, oh, sorry, what? I can tell you about the future, like the project which we are currently working Um Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me that. Sorry. Tell me that after. Let me just ask this one last question, and then you can tell me that. Wow. Um, sorry. So the next, like, the last question in, at, before you say that is, um, what, like, why does this matter? Like, why should people listening, like, help out? Why should people listening even care? Why should people listening donate? Why should people listening even want to have any hand in this at all? Um, I, I'm not talking only about Proverbs 2 to 6. I'm talking as a human being. Um, Ooh, if like we that. are going to just live a life just for us, you know, just standing for us, working for us and taking care of our the family alone, we are just taking care of ourselves. Okay. That's not what human being is about. Human being is about, um, we, human being as such itself, we are interrelated. We are not, uh, um, soul um, what do you say like uh, like some animals they tend to live by themselves right human beings they're not created like that if you see back like uh, ages of the human history we used to always live as groups like i don't know how many of you know this but initially when humans started living they used to have like the whole group and then they have a head and all the men go and hunt together and keep all their meat. Everything was given and distributed evenly for everybody. That's how human started. You know, we never earned for ourselves. It was always for the whole community. That is how human beings are made of. That's how we can think. That's how we work. So when we are like that, we are supposed to be there for each other. Even though, you know, there is, there is always going to be a difference of opinion saying, you know, I work hard. Why should I share? Yeah, that is all going to be there. But then when you look at yourself, just to make you a better person, um, like let's take about love. Unless you share the love with somebody, the love has no purpose. You know, it's not enough just to love yourself. It's so nice when you love somebody else. Um, the joy of giving is much higher than the joy of having it. Yeah. This is from my personal opinion. So the joy is to share. It can be a knowledge. When you're giving, it need not be only financial. It can be giving of knowledge, sharing your knowledge. Like suppose you're, you're great in studies, then you can help another student who's struggling with education or with a subject. If, if you're good in cooking, teach somebody who doesn't know cooking. You know, these things help you to, like you, there, there are certain things you have to experience yourself to know the joy of that, you know? Yeah. So you, Things are meant to lend a hand to each other. So it can be anything. It can be like feeding the poor, you know, poor or feeding the hunger, whatever it might be. The joy you get out of doing selfless things is unmeasurable. And every, um, see, when, when we go to do the events every Saturday, at the end of the day, it's a very tiresome day. Physically, it is a very, very tiresome day. But then as the program ends, when the inmates or when the, because we also now take the families inside the prison, the whole day they spend 
with their uh, with the inmates and when the families come and pour their heart out saying i never imagined i will have a day like this with my son that joy washes away that whole um, struggle i had to do for that that program mm. the joy that i get i cannot get that joy out of anything which i do for myself you know that's how mm. i measure it the joy you get receive when you're doing something out of your way is uncomparable yeah. so anybody wow. who's there who has every all of us have our own um, strength right mm-hmm. just sharing that strength has a huge impact and you're also going to improvise your community by that you're making the community into a positive area you know because you're giving something which is good yeah that's wow. why i think everybody should um really receive the joy even in a selfish way you can try it you know just to see whether <laughs> what i'm saying is true or not you can just try out try yeah. to do something it might there is it can be a small thing or a big thing the size doesn't matter um let me share my story okay when i was i think this, i was in college and that was my birthday and in india we have lot of beggars who sit on the street and um this was my first day of my earning i got my job and this was the first day first time when i got my salary and um uh, like those days you know i also grew up in a very um Uh, financially tough family um so getting a chocolate bar was a big deal so when i got my first salary and um, when every day i used to walk to my bus stop we travel by bus to work and there used to be a bunch of uh, you know beggars on either side and uh, most of them were um, infected with um, leprosy uh, it's a common thing in india oh wow so i didn't yeah so they won't have fingers and they can't even uh, you know so they are all sitting there and there used to be a couple in that and they are very warm person even though they are beggars they were very warm and every day in the morning i used to always uh, say hi to them but i've never um, i don't believe in giving money to beggars because that's not going to help them in any way because we don't know what they are doing with that money instead i will give them food or something but that day when i came i bought a chocolate bar for each one of them and i oh. gave everybody a chocolate bar and the smile in their face i will never forget that in my life and the joy uh, because i didn't expect that and when i gave them and when they when i saw that warm smile and uh, the thankfulness from their heart till today i will never forget that day that that's the day i learned giving is so much happiness than anything in this world you know rather than me buying something for myself the joy that i got from giving something to somebody was so beautiful so you know i will never forget that so that every time um, that whenever i go to the event that's what uh, my memory picks up every time when i go into the prison when we do something for others selflessly um the joy you get in return is is so beautiful wow that wow that was a great answer <laughs> a great answer man um okay so tell us a little bit about the future plans for proverbs 226 
Okay, so the future plan, what we are deciding is, we, we think that these, uh, uh, oftentimes when the kids are ready in the senior year, um, not everybody has a good GPA. We come across most of the students who are below the GPA of like three, uh, 2.2, 2.9. Um, so we were thinking um, that they need more guidance in education wise from the younger age. So we are planning to do a mentorship for these children from the younger age so that we can guide them to get better GPAs when they come to senior year. So they will be uh, allowed to get more scholarships and uh, more opportunities to go to college. Because if your GPA is very less, there is no way anybody, even our organization cannot help children who have a very low GPA. But then we don't want to let go of those children because they are the ones who end up in the prison. The ones yeah. who are, yeah, the, the kids who have a good GPA, at least they try to fight. But the kids who don't have, uh, because they don't motivate themselves to do, because there is, there is no motivation in their life. You know, their question is, why should I? We don't want them to, that's when they choose into, even recently, just three weeks ago, he was one of the best kids. He was a basketball player and there was a shooting uh, between basketball gangs and this boy and another five more boys were shot. He's a 16 year old boy. Oh my goodness. And he was one of your, one of the kids? Yes. He was, he has been with Proverbs since Proverbs started. Oh wow. And he was about to go to college this year. Oh. He was an excellent student. Wow. So, you know, that is so sad. His yeah. life is done. You know, this is a common, this is common in families of these, which we see. Shooting. There was a recent shooting which happened in a house. It was a random shooting which happened in the street, but the bullets came poking through their houses. Oh, wow. So this is, this is the kind of atmosphere they live in. They're, the families, you know, the the background of the families, like where they live, that's a different story also. You know, that's like a different world. So every day it's a struggle for them to even stay alive. That's how it is. And most of these children are raised by grandmothers, great grandmothers, not even by parents. Mm -hmm. How much do you think a grandmother can do a teenager boy? Uh, yeah. I have a teenage son. You know, it is so hard for me even <laughs> to be a proper parent. No, it is so tough now. And how yeah. much can a lady and most of these times the grandmothers will have three or four children to take care of. Yeah. So that's why we, this mentoring is one thing we start, we're starting. It's yet to start. And the other thing which we started was a mercy ministry where there are some families like the grand, especially where the children, small children are raised by grandmothers who can't even work. So we do, um, 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 program called Mercy Ministry, where we try to um, go to houses, the churches, they, they sponsor the items, like the whole house, like we do the porch, we build a broken thing or replace their appliances. Oh, nice. Yeah, provide everything that need for that family. Um, that's called Mercy Ministry, which we effectively started in the year of uh, 2019. Nice. So that's also going good. Wow. These, this is really good. Um, so 
to if someone is listening to this and they're like, oh, I really want to volunteer. Um, yes. Oh, I love what you're doing. I want to be a mentor or I want to help build a house or something like that. Um, where can they find the information? What do they need to do? I First of all, I would like them to go into Proverbs226.org where they can get a lot of information and anybody can contribute to Proverbs 226. Everybody's strength is useful to us. So any, uh, if, if, if once they go read Proverbs 226 and if they want to either know more or want to contribute, they can email me at j at proverbs226.org. And I'll also have the links um, in the description, um, in the show notes. I'll also have um, Jay's email in the show notes um, as well for people who are really interested, who are hearing this and like, wow, this sounds like an amazing organization. I would love to be a part of it. And um, like she said, anybody um, can be useful, like your strength. If you just have a passion for kids, if you have a passion for helping people, you can find something to do in this organization, even if you're not, um, like if you're a graphic designer, if you are a speaker, if you like public speaking, if you like, um, you know, doing data stuff, I get like anything, if you just have a passion for people and you want to help and give back, they can have, there is a job for you. There Once, is something you can do. Mallory, whoever, they can go through the website. They will get a lot of information what exactly we do and from what I've told you so far. And uh, what they can do is they can always email me and ask me, hey, I would like to do this. Is it possible? So I can give you an elaborate answer uh, of what is possible by them. Because you can help us with uh, the simple things like, uh, you know, I, sometimes I need somebody to do some input data. Um, any any kind of help is welcome because there is always help needed for us because this organization needs all kinds of help because we do a massive thing like we work with the families we work with the children we work with the inmates we work with the prison so some some people like to come and uh, volunteer in the prison so they come with us it's a whole, one whole day event so they can come. I, we would actually encourage people to come because they have to literally see what exactly we do and what is the outcome of that. Because seeing is believing. So once you see that, you will know exactly what is going on. You know, the main picture is there. But some people are scared to come into the prison. That is quite understandable. So if you think you cannot come to the prison, then you can be part of the mercy ministry like where um, you go, go with the church and then you can help out in fixing the houses, fixing, helping the families, you can do that. Or we, uh, since we are starting the mentoring program, that, that area also you can help. So if you can email me and tell me what is in your mind, what is that you can do, then I can help you to find out what will work for you. Yes, so I will have the email in um, the show notes, everyone do that. If you feel a tug in your heart, do that. Listen to that tug in your heart. And they can also go into Proverbs 226 uh, slash Facebook 
they will have lot of current events what's going on and what people are talking about it people who have come to the prison their experiences so that they get a glimpse of what people are writing about what they experienced so they can get a glimpse of that also and they can also see pictures what whatever i spoke you can see visually in the pictures you can go to youtube and if you put proverbs to do six little prabhu you will you can watch all the interviews that my husband has done Oh yeah, yeah. And also to the Facebook page, I can uh, like um attest to that. It is people are commenting all the time thanking them and like you can truly see the impact um that they have had in various communities. Yes. And if somebody wants to donate, they can always donate through our website as well. Oh yes, yes. Um okay, so thank you so much. We have the last so the last thing is your make a known statement. Um and this is just whatever you want the whole if you could talk to everyone in the whole world say one thing to them something that you find very important what would it be okay so all of us are going through uh, some uh, you know weird thing now because of corona virus and um, my personal thing is in this world every circumstance every situation has a positivity to it it um i really wish all of us look at the positivity rather than the negativity in the circumstance um like this is a perfect example which we normally say is when you have a big sheet of white paper and you have a single black dot if you're trying to focus on the black dot then it's going to just keep bothering you about the black dot rather than focus on the entire space out there realizing that there, there is so much area that you can work on and ignore the black dot so life is always going to come up with challenges there are only two options for you one is either you can crib and complain about the bad things happening and make yourself miserable and make people around you miserable or rather you can just tell yourself this is just a stepping stone let me get stronger and this is going to help me get stronger and you know face the problem and embrace it and walk through the fire and you know when you finish walking through the fire you will know the strength you've gained to walk into another challenge because your life long it's going to be full of ups and downs challenges the best to make yourself a better person is to see the challenges look at the positivity in every challenge i am very sure every challenge has its own positivity and negativity so don't focus on the negativity instead focus on the positivity and walk through it the same thing applies to the similar situation right now we are i mean we are forced to be confined into one space um the best way to see this is what is that you were not able to do when you did not have time so make use of this time to do the things which you are not able to do um or you know sometimes i think all we have to do is just sit down don't think about anything and then focus on what exactly life is about and what is that you want to achieve you know apart from i'm not talking about referring to job related things but personally what is that you're doing what is that you want your life to be are you walking towards it or are you distracted so analyze yourself this is the best time to analyze because you have the time to sit down and analyze so make use of this time what you can do now which we are not able to do before because of lack of time 
so any part of life whenever any challenge comes up always try to look at the positive every challenge has definitely a positive attitude to it it's just that we fail to see that we are so uh, used to always seeing the negativity in that rather than focusing on the positivity so when you focus more on the positivity it's not just you alone you have a huge impact on people around you with your positive energy you lift up so many people's spirit without you knowing that sometimes we don't need to do anything but just be positive and lively that makes a huge difference among the people who are around you so be a positive person and bring about changes without doing anything just being positive good luck that's great thank you so so much that was that was great um thank you once again for coming on i really appreciate it and everyone once again i'll have all of the contact information um for you to get involved or for you to just learn more information about it thanks everyone so much for listening and you'll hear me again next monday bye thank you mole mallory for giving me an opportunity to speak my heart you have a wonderful day all of you oh no problem thank you so much okay. bye Hi, thanks so much for listening to this episode and thank you so much for all of you who've been listening faithfully and supporting me. I really appreciate it. This new episode has great quality, much better quality because I have a brand new mic and a new sound system. Um, I have this little black thing that's supposed to help um, keep the sound quiet and things like that. So <laughs> thankfully, um, it was donated by a sponsor. Um, and that person wants to remain anonymous right now. Eventually, obviously, because they are a sponsor, um, I will start promoting more of their things. But yeah, so I just want to say thank you to that person. And I also just want to let you guys know that I am open up to sponsors. This was episode 10. Um, I have post, I've put out 10 episodes now, which is great. I'm super excited. Apparently 10 episodes is a big milestone in the podcasting world because a lot of times people quit. Um, but make a with Mal is not going anywhere. You will not hear me quitting. Um, especially during this time. Cause I think I produce very good content and sometimes you just want to be uh, thinking about something else. So I think this podcast is perfect for that because we talk about a wide range of topics and um, today was no exception. So I'm uh, really excited um, for the new episodes that I have. I have some amazing guests um, coming on that I've been reaching out to and um, season two will start in June. Um, so that's exciting. Also, too, I just want to let you know that um, now that I'm on episode 10 and now that I am um, going to be taking things to the next level, that is um, a goal of mine, I am open up to sponsors. So if you are interested in sponsoring an episode or if you want to sponsor, um, become just a sponsor partner, um, reach out to me. Uh, you can DM me. You can message me. You can email makeitknownwithmal at gmail.com and we can just talk up a contract. Um to do that part of the reason why I am looking for sponsors is because I want to keep up with great quality work so that means um paying for good equipment and then paying for some um marketing things that I would need to do uh yeah and then um also too I would like to have um some more guests and sometimes the guests that I have reached out to they actually cost money and right now um it is not feasible um, so that's why I would like sponsors so then I can pay for the guests to come and that would just be amazing. All right. So thank you. Um, just letting you guys know.
just some updates. And thanks again for listening to this episode and all of the other support you have, all the other episodes and all the support you've given me. I really appreciate that. Hope you will tune in next week for the next episode of Make It Known with Mal. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to Make It Known with Mal. I would like to continue this conversation on Instagram and Facebook. So make sure you're following Make It Known with Mal on Instagram and you like Make It Known with Mal on Facebook. Also, make sure you subscribe, rate, and comment. You can listen to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Anchor. Also, subscribe to Life is Mal Pal on YouTube. Follow at Life is Mal Pal on Instagram, and you can even follow my jewelry store at Shop the Pink Rose and my travel blog at Wonderlusting and Carpe Diem. If you would like to support, consider becoming a Patreon. The link will be in the description. Also, I have really cute merch, and that link will be in the description as well. Okay, my peeps, have a blessed rest of your day.